Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Well, 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 and looky, looky. Here we go again. Welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your ever-vigilant host, Michael Boldia, and uh, it is my sincere pleasure to once more welcome you uh, to the program, as has become customary. Uh, I tend to let you know when we are recording, uh, and yes, today is a recording, so uh, if something happens between now and the air date, uh, don't be confused. It's not as though it just uh, vanished from my peripheral. It hasn't happened yet. I know. Uh, today is November the 17th, the year of our Lord, 2021. Uh, and so we are recording this one day early uh, because the gene is uh, leaving town. So uh, we thought we'd get this one in the bag so he wouldn't have to try to connect uh, via international means and the such because, you know, nothing's working as it should anyway. This is the time we're living in, and guess what? It doesn't matter how bad the failure or who failed, there is an umbrella excuse for everything. COVID. I've heard that one too many times. Uh, Excuse me, ma'am, my chicken's still frozen. Oh, sorry, COVID. Uh, what? Uh, but it, you just have to microwave it a little longer. That's that's all. It's I. You probably don't even put it in the oven. Maybe to finish for five minutes under the broiler to make me think that it's homemade. But still, it's frozen chicken. It's COVID. So uh, we have a lot to get into, and we have a lot to talk about. And uh, were that I could be an optimistic fellow. Where that I could come on here and be all sunshine and lollipops. Uh, but alas, I cannot because, hey, I live in the real world. I don't live in the world of talking heads and news reporters who make uh, millions of dollars a year where I could go, <laughs> you know what? Uh, we realized something about this inflation thing. Uh, apparently, the American people can afford it. <laughs> This is their version of let them eat cake. Those of you that understand history and know it, know how that ended. So how close we are to that pinnacle moment, I do not know. Uh, but my state of Wisconsin uh, is, is uh, getting the spotlight once more because uh, a young fellow uh, who wasn't even 18 at the time um, went out with a little pea shooter and uh, rather than uh, letting uh, a later confirmed uh, child rapist uh, beat his brains in, he decided to shoot. So uh, he shot two and killed them. He shot one through the arm who was holding a gun. And uh, the nation holds its bated breath uh, to see what the outcome of the trial will be. And I find it odd and ironic that neither uh, the two uh, people who left this earth and uh, woke up uh, on Satan's lap 
uh, nor the man that was shot through the arm were of the African-American persuasion. The young man that did the self-defending likewise was not of the African-American persuasion, but for some unexplained reason, Black Lives Matter is in Kenosha threatening to burn it down if it doesn't go their way. One white kid shot three other white people. They weren't good people. They weren't nice people. It wasn't the, the, the candy striper at the hospital. It wasn't the burger flipper at, at, at the old drive-in. It was a child molester, a rapist, a rapist of children that got shot. And if you haven't seen, uh, who was it, Tucker Carlton's take on it. <laughs> it was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, regarding, regarding the whole Kenosha thing, you, you really should go look it up because it was hilarious. This, this, this man died as he lived trying to touch underage children. It was beautiful. It was, it was an epic takedown. And it was true. But we'll see how this turns out. And uh, if uh, he's found not guilty, which by law, I don't care what you feel about it. I don't care. Well, you know. Uh, I feel, no, law, law, law. Did a young man on his behind, looking up at three adults, one who had smacked him in the head with a skateboard, one who was holding a gun, one who was reaching for his weapon, feel as though his life were in danger? I would say yes. If the answer is yes, then it's self-defense. They could have left him alone. He was just running down the road. Trying to lessen his load. As the old song goes. But no, they decided to pick on the white kid. He's got pudgy cheeks. Little did they know that he was a surgeon with that AR. Boom, boom, baby, scalpel out. Anyway, that's just my personal opinion. I'm allowing an opinion still. Even though if I have the wrong opinion, apparently the FBI puts you on a list as a domestic terrorist. Even though your opinion is about, oh, I don't know, your daughter not being raped by a boy in a skirt in a school. We talked about that, remember? Well, apparently, uh, there has been a whistleblower that upturned the testimony of uh, the man who said this has nothing to do with politics, uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, whose uh, son happens to be heavily invested in the publishing company that is pushing the drivel that is CRT. If you don't know what CRT is, look it up. It is dangerous. When you're white kid comes home and says, uh, you know, I, I, should I be ashamed of being white? There's a problem, just as there would be if a black kid came home and said, should I be ashamed of being black? Critical race theory is dangerous. It makes children emotionally unstable. It makes children look at each other with suspicion. I've got a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. There's this place uh, near to where we live called uh, the Children's Play Gallery. 
And on weekends when I am able, I take them there. For once, have any of my daughters come to me and pulled on my sleeve and go, Daddy, why is she or he darker than me? They play with the black kids. They play with the Chinese kids. They play with the Mexican kids. They play with the kids that are eating, you know, frog legs. And they play with the kids that are eating frijoles. And they're playing with the kids that are eating collard greens. But you want to teach children that they should see everything through the prism of race. How is that progress? But I digress. Because this thing we need to talk about, we're going to do an American prophetic segment, or as you are used to knowing it, American prophetic, uh, because uh, things are about to turn ugly. And I know, I know. It's, why, why, why can't I wait another two weeks and mention it that way when it happens the week after you'll go oh my gosh that was prophetic because i'm not that kind of person i I tell you far enough in advance where if you have any stake or interest in the particular area which i am discussing you have time to i don't know egress divest whatever you want to call it we'll get to that but first uh because i did get an email after going on a long rant about my uh chicken wing consumption and uh today is not chicken wing day today is wednesday we're recording a day early than we should thanks for that gino you ruined my chicken wing thursday uh but uh when when i said i'm gonna eat as much chicken wings as i can before the price pops again i got an email going come on really chicken wings this is a story that came out a couple days ago Tyson Foods sharply raised prices of beef, chicken, and pork, pulling its profits and sales above estimates in the most recent quarter. The Arkansas-based meat giant, which produces around 20% of all U.S. beef, 20%, let that sink in, 20% of all U.S. beef, chicken, and pork, I know, boo, pork, believe me. All you anti-bacon, it's a heart clogger. It'll put a piece of raw bacon and some Dr. Pepper, whatever. If, if you're hungry enough, you'll be licking the outside of the package. You'll get a sniff of that salted bacon in your stomach. will just go, give it to me. But that's beside the point. If you are one of those who prefer soy or tofu over bacon, God bless you. I don't understand you, but God bless you anyway. So, inflation, Chief Executive Donnie King said on Monday, has clearly had an impact on the bidness, the bidness of meat. Our commercial teams have successfully pursued inflation, justified pricing. So, uh... If you're paying more for your meat product, including the chicken wings, so ha-ha to you who laughed at me, uh, it's uh, inflation-justified pricing. So, they've raised the price. They will be raising them again, and again, and again, and again, and again, because that's the whole point of inflation and the subsequent hyperinflation. Your legal tender, your American uh, currency, 
is retaining less and less value. Because your legal tender and your American currency is retaining less and less value, things subsequently cost more. Now, you can't do to a pound of chicken what you do to a box of cereal. You can't leave the cereal box the same size and put only half the cereal in there. Oh, we didn't raise our prices. Look, we understand that people are going through a hard time, and we here at Kellogg Post have not raised our prices one bit. Now, an intrepid reporter might raise their hand and go, but is there less product in your packages? And that would make them run away in shame. You can't do that with a pound of chicken. A pound of chicken is a pound of chicken. You can only inject so much water under the muscle tissue of a chicken breast before it just spills out. So even though they've tried, because have you ever been to the store and bought a... (laughs) Because I've done this just to see. You have like the Tyson chicken, which I I don't know how long they soak in water or inject with water, but by the time you get done cooking it, it it, it looks cartoonishly small. And then there's some Amish outfit. There's a – and don't laugh, all right, because I know you people. Piggly Wiggly. There's There's a supermarket chain in our area called the Piggly Wiggly. Why? God knows. But. They do have Amish chicken, which uh, they no added water or preservatives. And uh, oddly enough, that chicken doesn't shrink. So uh, we've only just begun. This is, this is the beginning of the beginning, and it will get markedly worse. Why am I laughing? I don't know. I'm not going to cry. I I warned you long enough in advance about what was coming. Should have known, should have prepared, should have had chicken wings when you could. But no, we're too good for chicken wings. Well, now you kind of want some, don't you? All right. uh, Let's get to the American prophetic. Uh, Then there is something that I want to discuss with you because my little brother asked, and I think it's a worthwhile thing. And then uh, we're going to get into uh, the meaning of equality. Because right now, uh, the party of Mr. Robinette Biden may force women to register for the draft. Because, you know, equality. I Feminists, hello. Beth, where are you? Are you watching replays of the inauguration and noticing... Uh, Jill's flowing hair still. So yes, you wanted equality. You's going to get yourself some equality. Because Democrats may actually force women to register for the draft. I kid you not, this is not a joke. This is not make a funny day. So uh, we'll get into that. But first, because I said I would, here is your... Daily dose or weekly dose of American Prophetic. Um, I told you a few weeks ago that the only thing people still had to cling to was the fact that they were up in their 401ks. It was easy not to notice the inflation 
when uh, your 401k was keeping pace, when the stock market was booming. Um, just so you know, I don't know. Maybe you're invested in stocks. Who knows? Uh, it's about to get bloody on Wall Street. Uh, the stock market's about to take one in the teeth, as it were. And it's not going to be just average people's 401ks. I'm talking about people named the Mofe and Puffe uh, being wholly decimated. People who, who, who don't know what poverty is. It's coming. When you see it, just remember, Uncle Mikey told you. Um, I'm not going to go into, hey, what can you do to hedge against it? Because it's not my place. You should know. You know you. You know what you need. You know what you don't need. You know what you need to put aside. You know what you could put aside. You know, you know what hedges against inflation. You know what hedges against the collapsed stock market. Pretty soon a collapsed real estate market. So uh, I'm not going to you know, get into that or beat a dead horse. Just be prepared for it. Because if you thought people uh, were losing their minds now, uh, people who never thought they'd get touched by this, that, that 31 or 28% that still approve of, of, of Mr. Robinette Biden's performance while in office, those people are about to get slaughtered. It'll be interesting to watch, but it's still going to happen and it's going to have ripple effects as everything does. So just be ready for that. Be wise, be mindful. Um, because uh, we're, we're, we're already in the deep end of the pool. And now they're about to release the sharks. So uh, I don't know how many people still know how to swim. But you probably should start learning again. Uh, where do we go? All right, let me get this over with because um, it's, it's important. Uh, my little brother is uh, shortly going to be going back to the Ukraine uh, where we have extensive missions outreach. And uh, he asked that uh, you keep him in your prayers as... They're, they're actually shelling the region where he will be traveling. So uh, the, the Russians are getting uppity again, and they're shelling the region in the Ukraine where uh, my little brother is going to be traveling next month. So uh, please keep him in your prayers. Pray for his protection. And uh, while he's there, uh, we want to do uh, the largest food and firewood distribution that we've ever done in the area. Uh, look, you know me. I, 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 I rarely, if ever, ask anyone to do anything because it's not my place. However, um, if you are so inclined, please go to the Hand of Help website and uh, give as you're able towards this. It, it, it's, it's a necessary work. It's a worthwhile work. Uh, and uh, we want to make as much of an impact as we can. Now, I, I detest individuals 
who do fundraisers, and when you ask them, hey, what did you contribute? Uh, they smugly say, I contributed my influence. Uh, so you, you didn't give a dollar? Nope, didn't give a dollar. I just I gave my time. I gave of my influence. So um, not to be confused with one of those uh, individuals, because I'd, I'd have to just go underground forever. Uh, I, I am pledging $300 of, of my own income earned with the sweat of my brow uh, to this cause. So I'm sure if my little brother listens to it, he'll show up to my door to collect uh, if I don't see him first. So uh, because I know, I, I, I know the work we do there, okay? So uh, I, I can't be a Creflo Dollar or a Benny Hinn and go, if you give to the Lord, the Lord will give back to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. I'm not that person. Look, we know what the Bible says about being charitable. We know what the Bible says about being giving. All right. The only thing I can tell you is that if you give to this, it will go to needy people. It will go to people who won't have firewood this winter and will likely freeze. It will go to people who won't have food this winter and will likely starve. So you would be giving to a good cause. You would be giving to a worthwhile cause. That's the only thing I can promise you. Uh, handofhelp.com. I'm sure most of you know the website. If you are inclined, please do. Because uh, I look, I, I know my little brother. He, he, he's not hyperbolic by any means. He's emotional sometimes, but he's not hyperbolic. Uh, so if, if he says the need is urgent and great, then I take him at his word. So uh, I'm, I'm pledging $300. Uh, and, and I ask you to consider doing what you can. Because if, if you're squirreling it away, uh, it's probably going to be worth half as much in six months anyway. So why? I know. See, oh, there he goes, Martha. I knew we waited six years. We've been listening to him every week for six years, and we were waiting for the pitch. It's not a pitch. All right, do what you want to do. I presented a need. When? And I hope that day never comes, and it likely never will, because I'll, I'll never put myself in that position or abuse your trust that way, but when I say to you, hey, I personally need your help, please go to my GoFundMe, uh, then, then you can nudge Martha and say, see, Martha, I was right. But until that day, uh, anytime I've ever asked anyone to give, it was for uh, a, a specific cause or a specific purpose or a, a specific need. Uh, a few weeks ago, a friend of mine passed. Uh, he didn't have insurance. His family needed money. And so uh, not only did I share the GoFundMe on my Facebook, I gave financially because I will not ask anyone to do what I'm unwilling to do. Uh, that, that's another one of the principles that I learned early on in ministry. If, if you're not willing to put your money where your mouth is, then don't try to talk somebody else into doing that thing either so uh please keep my brother in your prayers uh give towards this uh need if you are able um and i guess we go on from there 
because as I said, so much to talk about. Uh, remember when uh, after the elections, everyone was breathing a sigh of relief because at least we have a strong, strong captain steering the ship. You know, the guy that stood up to corn pop of all people. I mean, who would dare mess with him? Um, all right, let me backtrack. Uh, remember I told you about the group of guys that I hang out with and we uh, war game everything? Uh, the one thing that we were up in the air about, the one thing we were at 50-50, uh, it was evenly split. There's eight of us, four were for one, four were for the other. We tried to debate and convince at least one other person to go our way just so we'd have a quorum, just so we'd have a majority, uh, but nobody would, nobody would budge. So the thing that we were split on was which happens first? Does China hit Taiwan or does Israel hit Iran? Uh, as, as, as we were uh, wargaming this uh, entire you know, next few months, this, this was the only uncertain thing uh, that, you know, I, four of us went, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, I, I think Israel has to hit Iran before they get the bomb. The other side is, well, you know, America's projecting weakness. I think uh, China's going to profit. They're going to take advantage of it, and they're going to move on Taiwan. Because, see, we, we, we talked about this, too. Look, somebody should just go through the past year of these programs, Nuggets, write a book and become a millionaire. Call it American Prophetic. Because all the things we've discussed over the past year have happened eh, two, three, four, six months later. And nope, never once, thus saith the Lord, mine children. No. All these things were, were readily visible if you understood human psychology and if you knew where to look. Again, to clarify, I believe in prophecy. I believe in revelation. I believe in dreams. I believe in visions. I believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you prophesied something before it was probable, before the eyes of human reason and understanding could see it escalate to that level, and said, thus says the Lord, then bravo. If me and my crew of seven others could sit down and war game it out, and three weeks or three months after that you come out and start going, thus says the Lord, you deserve to be donkey punched. It's that simple. Stop. It's either you don't believe in God, or you don't believe that he is an all-consuming fire. Don't play. You're just playing yourself. I don't know who this is for, but you're welcome. I may have just saved your life. If you have an opinion, say this is my personal opinion. This is how I see this playing out. Don't throw God into the mix unless it was God that said it. This is why I wasn't going to get into this, but hey, we're here. Uh, this is why most of the time when God speaks a message regarding a nation or a people, for the first 
cycle, the individual through whom God speaks the message is mocked, is ridiculed, is made fun of, is looked down upon. Sometimes he's even shunned by other Christians. Because when God truly does speak a message, he does so long enough in advance where human understanding and human reason couldn't possibly see that outcome coming to pass further down the road. If you want to understand exactly what I'm talking about, for those of you that haven't done it, go back and listen to my grandfather's testimony and his message for America. It's all over YouTube. Uh, We don't have copyright on it. People have taken it. They've distributed it. They've done whatever they could or wanted to with it because it was about the message getting out. It wasn't about, hey, I didn't get any recognition. That's another thing, since we're on the topic. Anybody that has a quote-unquote prophetic utterance, and not only do they copyright it, but they demand a byline, they demand recognition for the prophetic word, uh, just be wary. That, 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 that to me is, is a red, just, just a, an alarm bell from the get-go. But back to, to what I was saying, if you haven't heard my grandfather's testimony or his message for America, go back and listen to it, especially the message for America, and see the things that he said and put yourself in your 1984 skin. That came out wrong. It didn't, but I, I know that at least one of you got a chuckle out of it. Stop. Don't be childish. Put yourself in the shoes of your 1984 self. Not your 2021 self. Not the self that has already seen these things happening for the last few years and that has seen these things coming to pass. But that naive, innocent 1984 version of you Listen to that word of prophecy and ask yourself if you would have believed then that the things that were spoken would be happening, i.e. homosexuality in the church, divorce, perversion, all the things that were mentioned. I'm sorry, back in 1984, the most egregious thing was what? Striper, grown men in tights with fluffy hair. Much has changed, children. Much has changed. I mean, who was it? Aerosmith wrote a song mocking guys who dress up like women. Remember that? Dude looked like a lady. Now, if you dare to say that, I'm amazed that Aerosmith hasn't been canceled, to be honest with you. Because I remember listening to that song like in, in, in supermarkets back in like the early 90s. Could you imagine the offense if that song came out today? But I digress. Go back and listen to the description of not only what the nation would look like, 
but what the church would look like. And then superimpose that over present day, realizing that it was spoken 36, 37 years ago. Let that sink in. All right, so, like I said, the only thing we couldn't war game, or at least a majority of us couldn't agree on, was whether Israel would uh, tap Iran's jaw first, or um, China would uh, make a move on Taiwan. Well, uh, I'm, I'm meeting with the gang again this week. And I think uh, the newest bit of news will likely sway at least a couple people, and we will have what they like to call majority consensus. Joe Biden, yes, the man that stood up to corn pop, backs down on Taiwan after Xi Jinping warns of playing with fire. Now, let me say this. And this is why I, I, I truly, sincerely ask you to pray, pray for my little brother as, as he travels to the Ukraine. The moment Joe Biden backed down in front of Xi Jinping, Putin saw a green light on Ukraine. Because that is the obvious conclusion, isn't it? He's not going to do anything here. He's not going to do anything there. He's not going to do anything anywhere. Getting your diapers changed this time-consuming. Who has the energy for international affairs after 4 p.m.? President Joe Biden walked back a comment apparently describing Taiwan as independent. How dare he? What do you mean, Taiwan independent? Nay, nay, sir, nay, nay. President Joe Biden walked back a comment apparently describing Taiwan as independent on Tuesday after dictator Xi Jinping uh, threatened Biden in a virtual meeting that those supporting the island nation would get, quote unquote, burned. After an event on infrastructure in New Hampshire, Biden told reporters he made it very clear to Chinese Communist Party leader Xi Jinping during their video conference that the United States supported the 1979 Taiwan Act. We have made it very clear we support the Taiwan Act. And that's it, Biden said to reporter. It's independent. It makes its own decisions. The Taiwan Act does not recognize Taiwan's sovereignty. The United States does not acknowledge that Taiwan, run under a democratic system, independent from Beijing for its entire existence, is a sovereign state as doing so would automatically trigger the end of diplomatic ties with communist China. The Taiwan Act does allow Washington to establish relations with Taipei separately from Beijing and allows the United States to provide Taiwan with arms of a defensive character effectively lending support against the Chinese invasion. Biden acted quickly to correct his comments to reporters, 
speaking to them again before boarding Air Force One for his trip home. We are not encouraging independence, Biden said, saying nothing would happen on the issue of Taiwan. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, China likewise got the green light. So let's recap for those of you that have been listening weekly. Uh, The Chinese have already moved in on the rare earth minerals in Afghanistan. That's it. They're theirs. Whether they decide to share with the Russians or not, I'm I'm sure they'll divvy it up somehow. Now, the semiconductor industry uh, that is situated in Taiwan will likewise be in Chinese hands. We have seen an adult old man go back on his word within the span of 15 minutes. And so, his reassurance to the Ukrainian people that we ain't going to let the Russians get near you. Your hair smells too nice, or something to that effect. I may have paraphrased. So his promise to defend Ukraine will likely be seen as credible as his uh, assertion on Taiwan was, you know, before he flip-flopped on it. Uh, Whether we like it or not, Because we were seen as strong and assertive, America had a tight leash on nations that inherently like to dominate, invade, overcome, and subjugate. I'm going to put it that way. Once those nations saw that the hand holding the leash was frail and age-spotted. They began to look past the hand to the individual and realized he was staring at the sun, smiling, looking ever so content as he was relieving himself in his diaper. And that's when the nefarious characters on the global stage realized, oh my, this is our day. This is our opportunity. We must seize it. So every time Mr. Robinette Biden decides to speak up, quote unquote, He's going to get smacked down, whether by the Chinese or the Russians or the Iranians or the Pygmies or the one-eyed circus clown that used to work for Ringling Brothers that's on the street corner begging for change. It doesn't matter. The only person that Joe Biden ever stood up to was imaginary. Because, see, this is the thing that... Only a pampered society doesn't understand. This is the thing that only a sheltered society 
doesn't understand. The man who brags too much about being too strong really isn't. There's an old proverb that that has been going around forever. It says, beware of the man who does not talk and the dog that does not bark. Mr. Robinette Biden talks too much. That's what tells me everything he says is an out-and-out lie. And it's been demonstrated throughout time. Like, what he, he graduated from an all-black college now. He used to be a conductor on a train. He dug tunnels to, to, to free the slaves. Whatever nonsense he comes up with without his mind contributing ration to it or reason. But see, the the seals and the propaganda wing of the Democrat Party, also known as the media, clap along as though what he said wasn't utterly idiotic. They clap along as though what he said wasn't a demonstrable lie because they've cast their lot. There's no going back for them. This is it. And so if you think that the media might come around and actually start telling the truth, ha, it's not going to happen. The latest thing that I saw, which given the whispers, that there is, oh, shall we say, a wee bit of conflict between one Kamala Harris and one Mr. Robinette Biden, or at least their teams, because I'm assuming Kamala thought she'd be president by now. I mean, all it took was an affair with Willie Brown to shoot her to start him in California. How long does she have to wait to be president? Hello? So, uh... (laughs) There is actually a uh, a theory going around that uh, because look, I never said Joe Biden wasn't vindictive. He is perhaps the most vindictive human being you'll ever meet. He is the epitome of Mr. Burns on The Simpsons. If if you've ever watched that, I I, I saw it back when I was in my. 20s, I think. It's been around a while. He is a very vindictive, angry, bitter, self-righteous old man. An idiot, but vindictive. So if beyond getting a whiff of his own fecal matter in his diaper, he got a whiff that Kamala Harris was trying to backstab him, I would lend credence to this because apparently uh, there have been some cryptic emails going around uh, advising certain individuals to learn the process for Congress to replace the vice president. Uh, Let me say this. I know I'm throwing a lot at you today. See, we could have talked about ducks or something. 
Um, if you know how to read people, uh, you understand that although Mr. Robinette Biden isn't holding anyone's leash, uh, one Dr. Jill is holding his leash. And before uh, anyone said, well, she is a doctor, like Dr. Pepper. She's not a doctor. She's not, she has a doctorate for writing an insane thing when she was younger. See, it's, it's, it's people who like titles for the sake of titles with nothing to back up the title. She's not a doctor. People just call her that. But, hey, Whoopi Goldberg thought she'd make a good Surgeon General because, you know, Dr. Jill. I'm sure Beth Moore would second Whoopi's motion. Back to Beth, yes. I have a way of, uh, you know, circling back to insufferable creatures. But, apparently, (laughs) uh. There are memos going around advising certain officials to learn about the process for replacing a United States vice president. Now, that would shake things up a bit, wouldn't it? So, uh, that's another thing I'm probably going to war game with my kids, is uh, if uh, Kamala is on her way out, who is her successor? Uh, At this juncture, even though it's absolutely insane and he's as popular, uh, I'm assuming uh, the new mother, Pete Buttigieg, would likely be her replacement, if not Dr. Jill herself. Because, hey, she's a doctor. So things, look, if you were a homicidal leader of a certain nation, and you saw all this nonsense going on in America... Wouldn't you take advantage of the situation? Wouldn't you realize it was an opportune time to strike? So, it's not surprising. And right now, there's only murmurs. There's only whispers. What do you think happens when China begins to get really aggressive and the U.S. does nothing? If Taiwan can't count on the U.S.'s help, what makes any of our allies think that they can count on our help? Understand that we will be a nation alone when America is attacked. There will be no nation that will jump to its defense. Please understand this, because there are some of you that are living under the misconception. Well, let them try. The English and the Germans and the Italians and the French and the Israelis. Excuse me? If over the next few months we prove that all we are is fair-weather friends, if over the next few months we prove that we will not stand up and meet our obligations and defend people with whom we have treaties, people who we call allies. What makes you think 
that our allies will jump in to try to save us or send their best and brightest off to war in defense of the U.S. We are putting ourselves in a position where our enemies hate us all the more and our friends have become uncertain of our loyalty. That, my dear friends, is a very dangerous position to be in. See, I I don't know how many fantasies I can dispel in one day before some of you get despondent. Because the other one that's been going around is, hey, you know, our, our law enforcement, they're, they're going to stand up for the Constitution. Our law enforcement, man, they're going to, boom, right there. We are here to defend. So there has been a document leak by a whistleblower in the FBI that ought to, I'm not going to say frighten you, but disturb you. The reason is because it it, it destroys and shatters the fantasy that equal justice in America is still a thing. It, It shatters and destroys the fantasy that, hey, if you've done nothing wrong, you've got nothing to be afraid of. Have you heard that one? Well, apparently... Parents voicing their objections to critical race theory are now on domestic terrorist watch lists by the FBI. Other than stand up for their kids, they did nothing wrong. Do do you understand that? They didn't Molotov cocktail somebody's business stab someone in the chest because they were trying to stop them from stealing a pair of sneakers. They didn't walk out into the street with clubs and tire irons and throw bricks at the police's head. They went to a school board meeting and said, "Uh, I don't like what you're teaching my child. Boom. Domestic terrorists. So are you still under the illusion that you're living in the land of the free? A letter from Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee to U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland reveals the lawmakers have received documents from a whistleblower that state the FBI, listen to this, because he denied all of this. Oh, no, no, we don't do that sort of thing, sir. The FBI is using counterterrorism tactics to investigate parents considered to be potential domestic terrorists as they voice concerns about education in their local school districts. The documents which state the FBI is adding threat tags to parents 
appeared to contradict Garland's testimony on October 21st during a House Judiciary Committee hearing in which he said the Department of Justice and the FBI were not using counterterrorism tools to investigate parents at school board meetings. We're, we're, we're slowly coming up to that point where if these people open their mouth, you know they're lying. I mean, if, if, if Joe Biden says, hello, my name is Joe Biden, I think, you ask him for ID. Believe nothing that comes out of these people's mouth. A letter signed by Representative Jim Jordan, one of the good guys, uh, of Ohio, ranking members of the House Judiciary to Garland Tuesday State. We are now in receipt of a protected disclosure from a department whistleblower showing that the FBI's counterterrorism division is compiling and categorizing threat assessments related to parents, including a document which directing FBI personnel uh, to use a specific threat tag to track potential investigations. This new information calls into question the accuracy and completeness of your sworn testimony. Specifically, you testified that you could not imagine any circumstance in which the Patriot Act would be used in the circumstances of parents complaining about their children, nor a circumstance where they would be labeled as domestic terrorists. So, again, be suspicious of anything that comes out of these people's mouths. Because chances are, they're lying to your face. These are the days that we're living in, kids. But I know, rising phoenix. So... I will not be doing a program for Thanksgiving because it's Thanksgiving. I still have things to be thankful for. I'm going to hang out with my kids. I'm going to hang out with my lovely wife. Maybe we'll play some Scrabble or Uno. Who knows? But I, I will be taking a week because Gino will likewise be gone. So um, I will wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, just remember, if you weren't able to get turkey, it's your fault. Because uh, something, something, COVID, entitlement, white privilege. Uh, thank you all for your prayers. Please keep my little brother in your prayers. If you are able, go to handofhelp.com and contribute towards the Ukraine project. And uh, I guess we'll see you in a couple weeks. Gino will play a uh, repeat of uh, one of our programs and who knows it, it it may be so prophetic because it'll be american prophetic all right god bless you guys thank you for listening and we'll see you when we see you gino if you got anything to say get it off your chest because you're leaving all right mike well i just want to say next thursday will be a taped program following thursday we will do the program and um you know, we're in perilous times. Mike laid it out very well. Our leadership is absolutely the worst I think we've ever had in American government for the president on down. And I don't say that lightly. I just say that people who legitimately voted for these folks 
opened the door to uh, America's absolute, on the world stage, shame. And the cabinet we have, shameful. So Dimitrios said it's the church that has to stand up. It's got, got to be the church that speaks out and the church that gets out of lethargy and apathy and uh, speaks for God, stands up for the Lord. Do what you can in your local school boards, your local Jerusalem, your area to, to stand up. Monitor what they're trying to teach the kids and be proactive. Please get the word out about the trip for Daniel. If you can help, again, we all urge you, do what you can. Uh, go to handyhelp.com and check out Wake Up America, the first message under Dreams and Visions about America. It's all coming true, all coming to pass. As we are headed for civil war, as we've become weak, apparently, on the world stage, looking weak, acting weak, absolutely looking uh, duplicitous, Look at Afghanistan. The pullout was a disaster. It's not the America it was a year ago. And weak leadership projects weakness to the world's leaders. So thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Pray for our trip. My wife and I are going to Italy, spending some time there with my son and his wife and our new granddaughter. And also I have an opportunity to speak over there and do music ministry. Blow a trumpet. That's what we got to do. Ezekiel 33 says, blow a trumpet, be a watchman. And uh, again, thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you.